This is Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks, and welcome to my podcast series, The Voice of Leadership. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Do you remember those words from the Verizon commercial? Well, it's actually a very good question, can you hear me now? We're going to be talking over the next few weeks on the subject of communication. And a lot of times people think that when we say communication, we're really talking about speaking and getting the message out. And yes, we are talking about that and we'll spend some time on it. However, today, I really want to focus on the most important part of communication, which is actually listening. And if you think about it, we have two ears and one mouth. And I know you've heard this many times before because we probably need to be listening twice as much as we're speaking. So this segment today is called First, Listen to Understand. Now you might wonder, well, why do I need to understand the other person first? I've got something important that I want to transmit. Well, here's what we know. People tend to really listen better once they've been heard. So if you're wanting someone to listen to you, first demonstrate that you know how to listen to them. So you might ask, well, what am I listening for? There's several things you want to listen for as you hear people. For one thing, you want to listen to what I call the three P's. The three P's are passion, purpose, and practices. So when you're listening for passion, you're listening for what's the feeling behind what the person is saying. Are they excited? Are they angry? Are they happy? Are they fearful? What is that feeling word that you could identify that goes with the message? So listen for the passion or the feelings. Secondly, you might want to listen for what I'll call that purpose. And the purpose is what's important to them, what really connects with their values, and why they do things. So the purpose is all about why people are operating in the way that they're operating. So as you listen to others, see if you can get some kind of a window on what their why is, what their purpose is. And then thirdly, you're listening for the practices or just what are the facts of what they're saying? What are they talking about? What did they do yesterday, today, or what was in that story? And you're gathering those facts as you're listening to the practices, what the person is doing. Now, as you listen for passion, purpose, and practices, then you have some options as a listener to let the speaker know that you hear them and you understand. So number one, one of the things you can do is to just reflect back the content and the feelings that you heard. Says, well, you know, as I was just listening to you, I think I, I heard a lot of excitement about this new job opportunity that you're moving into. Or I heard you talk about the learning curve that you imagine you're going to have to climb in order to step into these new shoes. So you either talk about reflect back the feelings you heard and or reflect back the content that you heard from the other person. 
You also want to be a little bit sometimes like a parrot or a little bit like a tape recorder and just even summarize almost like word for word, just little segments of what you heard. And you said, well, why should I do that? The person will say, why are they parroting me? Why are they copying what I'm saying? You're doing that to say, I am listening and I got it. And as you parrot it back, if you've missed something or even misconstrued something, it gives the speaker an opportunity to clarify and to say, well, it wasn't exactly that that I said. What I really meant was such and such. And so they begin to clarify. You also can begin to clarify directly by asking some questions of clarification. So I think I heard excitement in your voice. However, your words were words that sounded more like fear or concern. And then that gives them a chance to tease out, well, maybe there really is a little bit of both. And then the speaker has a chance to go a little bit deeper in what they're saying. So your objective is to be that sounding board, that mirror, so that the person who's talking actually gets to say more and they actually clarify for themselves what they're talking about. So in addition to the summarizing you can do, the reflecting back and the clarifying questions, also take time to ask open-ended questions that begin with how or what, and it's open-ended because they can't just answer yes or no. They have to tell you more, and that's what you want. You want them to tell you more. And people love to be heard and to be listened to, and we're in a world that's moving so fast that people just aren't having a forum for being heard. So if you can become that person that's a great listener, you actually will become more valuable to other people because of that service you provide in listening. So in the workplace, as you are listening deeply to others and they clarify their own thoughts and feelings, they're going to come to new ideas and epiphanies that can be used at work. And you also are going to see ways to connect with what they're saying to take an idea to the next level. So, back to the original question, can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? You know, here's an observation I have. The best organizations that I see out there and with whom I work are organizations that really know how important it is to listen. And in fact, they are listening every day with a refined sense of hearing and also hearing between the lines, both about what is said and also what is not said. And here's something else I've observed. In most cases, when there's a major conflict or a big upset in an organization, nine times out of 10, communication is at the center of that conflict. Someone has said something, and maybe it was misheard, misunderstood, Somehow people are like two ships passing in the night and they don't connect. And so these listening skills that we're talking about today are very important to make sure that you and your team hear each other, listen well, and get the true meaning. So my questions for you today are these. Are you sure that you, as that senior leader, are listening to your team? Secondly, 
How sure are you that the team members are even listening to one another and know how to listen to one another? Again, what I see as the benchmark of the best organizations is that they really prioritize this ability to listen and communicate well. So stay tuned and hear the rest of these episodes about communication. See you next time. You've been listening to The Voice of Leadership with me, Dr. Karen Wilson-Starks. For more information, please visit my website, transleadership.com.